What's going on, you guys? NSP Football Talk here, and we are back with my favorite segment, Fantasy Live, you guys. Lime time. I'm here with Vincent. How are you doing, Vince? Doing good, man. It's been a good morning. Finished a lot of assignments, and uh, I'm ready to give all these people the best picks that they can possibly get. Okay. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, We are coming out to the second half of the season, you guys. Uh, so fantasy is almost over. We are. I think it's like five or six more weeks, including this week. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, what's up, Nestor? Thank you so much for being here. Part of the Facebook faithfuls is what we called them yesterday. I appreciate you being here, man. Um, Vince, what did you think about last night's game? <sighs> I hate the calls, man. I hate this uh, taunting rule. Because half the time I can understand what they're doing and half the time I don't know what they're calling. Uh, Last night, I did not agree with the call that they made. I saw him staring down the sideline, but he was basically at midfield. Uh, What's going on, JD? Appreciate you being here. But yeah, man, I I don't get that. Like He's too far away from the sideline to call that taunting. I mean, if anything, he could be looking up at the crowd at that point. Uh, they gave speculation that he was like talking trash to the punter, but they didn't throw the flag until the referee kind of like hip checked him. And yeah. I, I saw that as weird. I, I didn't understand that. That's definitely weird. Uh, but yeah, like I said yesterday, the NFL, it's it's kind of soft now. Uh, they need to toughen up. I mean, I get you want to protect the players. You want a clean game. Uh, but sometimes I think they take it too far. But uh, we're here for fantasy, man. Let's talk some fantasy football. First thing you guys need to know, week 10, bye week, bye, yeah, bye weeks. <laughs> uh, we got the Bears, Bengals, Giants, and Texans. So the Bears, David Montgomery just got back. He's on a bye week, okay? You want to start Justin Fields because he's been running a little more? He's on a bye week. Bengals, you got Tyler Boyd, Higgins. Uh, you got Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow, Mixon. You got you got almost half a, a fantasy team on there. Bye week. Giants, uh, Saquon Barkley's out. So who do you got? Uh, Tony, uh, maybe. Honestly, maybe, Tony. Uh, Texans, if you have anyone from the Texans, just stop playing fantasy. We got a question here. It says, I need help. QB, Kirk Cousins or Taysom? Then Flex, Judy, oh, Carter, awesome. or AP. I currently have Adams, AJ Brown, Dalvin, CMC, and Kittle, Tucker, and Panthers D as starters, 12-man standard. Jeez. Okay. You really want to get into it, huh? Dude, this guy's team is stacked already. Uh, it's stacked, but, I mean, just like me, we could relate because we could have a stacked team, but also, you know, they underperform. And that's what kills you because you're you're losing games that you're supposed to be winning. So he might be in the same predicament. So let's help this guy out, Vince. What are your first thoughts? 
Boy, it's an easy pick for me right there, both at QB and flex. Uh, I would put in Kirk Cousins over Taysom Hill because he's not going to get the time of day over there in the Saints organization for Very some true. reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the flex is kind of a little bit harder. Uh, it's just dependent on matchup, but I got Carter uh, doing the better part of it if I'm picking the right Carter, if he's talking about the New York Giants Carter. Um, but if not, I don't think Jerry Judy is going to have a good week next week. Um, and AP, he's probably going to get the same amount of production. You know, he wasn't running the same as he usually does in past years and when he was younger. They were. They said uh, when he was playing against the Rams that uh, he was running high, and he needs to fix that because every time he was getting hit, he was getting pushed back. So I don't think AP is a guy to start just yet. He needs a few more weeks to get back into his rhythm. So I choose Carter. Hmm. Nice, nice. And I will agree with you 100%. Uh, I will go Kirk Cousins. He hasn't been doing that bad. Uh, he's consi- or more or less consistent. I'll pick him over Hill any time of day. Uh, I think they're going to give a, a Trevor, you know, some, some more snaps. So I'll put that there. Then Flex, Jared Judy. The Broncos did great last week. It was a free game. Cowboys didn't play that well. But I don't see them. I don't see him being consistent. I know he just got back. But uh, I'll, I'll wait it out maybe a week or two. I don't see him being consistent. Same thing with Courtney Sutton. He's just taking that spot. Uh, Carter probably be the safest pick you see there. Uh, you know he's going to get some uh, some carries. Uh, he, he's He's been um, a point guy, so he would take point on that offense. Or Adrian Peterson. Uh, I mean, I like Adrian Peterson. But remember, he's sharing that workload. So I think the safest bet there will be with Carter and then Kirk Cousins. And I love your lineup, man. Uh, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, uh, Dalvin Cook. That guy had a monster week. Uh, CMC, uh, he's not 100% back uh, as far as, you know, point-wise. Uh, Kittle tore it up last week. Um, it might be a different, you know, week uh, playing up against the Rams unless they suck like they did last week. Uh, Tucker and the Panthers defense. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Like you said, you're four and five. Yes, we can relate. Trust me, it hurts. <laughs> But um, hang in there, dude. That's why we're here. And Panthers defense, you might want to think yeah. about that. They're playing against the Cardinals. Um, I always switch out my defense week to week. It is getting tougher and tougher, especially if you're playing a big man league, uh, like in one of my leagues. We're in three leagues each, uh, all separately. Well, uh, one separate league. Um, but, yeah, that's going to be a tough matchup against the, the Cardinals. They're a point machine. And that's because Calamari should be back that game. So something to look out for. Uh, But as far as the QB range, if you uh, if you guys are hurting in QB range, because I know I was for a while when when uh, Russell Wilson was out, but he's coming back. He's coming back. Uh, Great news for Seattle fans. Uh, Horrible news for everyone else, uh, except for people who has them on fantasy. Um, But what I was going to say, biggest question, Patrick Mahomes. What the H-E double hockey six is going on, okay? I've had Patrick Mahomes in the beginning of the season. Yeah, he's been a point machine. But these past three weeks, he's been hurting me. He cost me the game. I believe he only had, like, what, 10 points in a, in a PPR uh, NFL fantasy league. It, it was just – it hurt. It hurt a lot. So if you guys are looking at desperate need for a um, for a quarterback – 
We got you right here. Let me read some of the comments. JD says, awesome. Thank you, guys. You guys are the best. All these studs underperform. Uh, trust me, we can relate. Uh, and then you put, do I hold on to Trey Lance to see if he starts? That's a good question. And no, there are not too many questions. We love this. We don't always go yeah. live for fantasy talk. So if you have these questions beforehand, DM us. We're on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, or you could get our email. Uh, let me put our ticker right here for Twitter. But, um, but yeah, no, we love these questions. So Trey Lance, um, obviously Niners fan here, so I could help you out. They are going to be starting Jimmy G. They're going to be starting Jimmy G for the next two weeks minimum, okay? Next two weeks minimum, Jimmy G will be starting. Do I want them to start Trey Lance? Uh, maybe not. Do I want them to give Trey Lance opportunities to get out there to, to learn the, the, the system more? Yeah, get more NFL experience, but should you hold on to him? I think it'd be safe if you drop him and then in a week, pick him up again. Drop him if you need help. If you don't need help, yeah, keep him. Keep him for whatever because at the end of the season, he will be starting at the end of the season though. Okay, so minimum, Jimmy G will be starting for the next two weeks. Maximum, he could start for the next, you know, four to five weeks. (laughs) So... (laughs) Honestly, it, I don't think it's a it's a too much of a drop if you drop him or if you decide to keep him. But if your team is stacked and you got some extra spots available, I say keep him for you know. Uh, I'm trying not to say uh, the other word, but for shoots and laughs and giggles, or I don't know what you say. Um, Mario Rodriguez, hey man, what's going on? I got one for you fellas. Currently have Hollywood Brown at wide receiver one. Pittman, wide receiver two, Pitts at tight end. Should I put Hawkins or Lockett at flex or Kittle, tight end or flex? Ah, oh. oh man, that's that's a good, that's a better one than the last one we had. That one we actually got to think about. I'll tell you but, one thing. Oh, what, what were you going to say? No, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, uh, first off, uh, yes, I do agree with you, G- uh, JD. Let the Peacock Lance fly. That guy's 21 years old, youngest NFL, youngest QB in the NFL as of right now. So, yeah, let him do his thing. Let him learn. Uh, just don't let him get hurt. Going back to Mario, it says, I got one for you, fellas. I have Hollywood Brown, wide receiver one, Pittman two, Pitts, tight end. Should I put Hawkins or Lockett at flex or Kittle? That's a tight end at flex. Kittle was had his first game back. Okay, he tore it up. He is the go-to guy. Whenever the 49ers are in trouble, he's the go-to guy. He is the guy, a safety blanket, okay? So he's going to be getting a lot of targets. Doesn't mean that the passes are going to be great. This past week, passes were great. Uh, we did go up against, you know, an injured, riddled uh, Cardinals team, but now we're going up against a Rams who just got off a loss, now playing a divisional game. Their defense is going to be stacked. Von Miller is going to be playing that game. I'll say if you want to play it safe, they might use George Kittle more of a, a blocking tight end that game. So I would say no on the George Kittle. Now, Tyler Lockett and D-Hop. Uh, we got Russell Wilson coming back, but they're going up against a Packers defense who also came off of a tough loss. They want to prove something. I like Lockett a lot. Real inconsistent in points, but when he's on, that boy is on. Hopkins, you got Kyler Murray coming back. He's going to be getting some targets. Everybody eats on that team. I mean, everybody. And I think, I think A.J. Green is coming back that game as well. But you know Hopkins is getting targets. And the Arizona Cardinals, they're going up against the Panthers. Uh, they do got good uh, corners, but I think they're really going to expose that that rookie out there. So in my pick, I would put D-Hop as your flex. 
Yeah, man, I'm going to say the same. Uh, Hollywood Brown gets his touches. Pittman gets a lot of touches now. Uh, I'm so glad I picked that guy up off free agency a while back. Uh, Pitts, uh, he's, he's been underperforming lately, uh, but I still think that he's going to make some noise against the Cowboys. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I agree with AJ. Uh, usually when uh, the, the 49ers play the Rams, they have a lot of blocking. They want to run it down their throat, get that uh, defense tired, and then maybe throw it over the top a few times. But it's going to be a hard game, so I think you sit Kittle as well. Uh, with Lockett, I want to trust him, um, but it's going to be hard because Wilson's barely going to come back. Lockett really hasn't had a lot of games lately that he's been outperforming. So I think D-Hop is that safe pick if he does play. I know they're him and Kyler were both injured. So I think if he's healthy and Kyler's healthy, Hopkins is the guy. Hey, Mario, thank you so much for being here, man. We appreciate you shooting us a question. And, guys, JD, Mario, if you guys are still here, whoever's watching, remember, we just hit 100 subscribers, you guys. That's huge for us. We just hit our second milestone. And because of that, we're doing a huge giveaway. If you guys don't know what the giveaway is, I'll, I'm going to tell you guys right now. But it's also on Twitter and Facebook, okay? So all you have to do is retweet or share, tag a friend, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, and then you guys are automatically entered in our giveaway. Okay, it's huge. Okay, it's it's a random autographed mini helmet. It is awesome. I really wish I could keep it. It's awesome if you if you have a little you know sports room man cave, have it out there displayed. It does come with a letter of authenticity, so you know it's legit. Okay, so go out there if you haven't done so yet, and go and enter the, on the giveaway. JD says so. Joe Dirt. <laughs> so Joe Dirt Godert over I like that by the way Joe Dirt Godert over Kittle. Okay, the Eagles playing playing the Broncos. Um, the Eagles are playing the Broncos, who played phenomenal against the Cowboys, who I do not think they could do it again. <laughs> but I'm not bashing on the Broncos whatsoever. If you guys listened to us in the beginning uh, when we first started the podcast, I like the Broncos. I really uh, wish the best on them. Um, but over Kittle, it just really depends what type of play style the 49ers are going to be playing. Now you have, uh, another running back coming in you have Jeff Wilson Jr. Coming in. So now the Niners are going to be back in the three back set. Okay. So you're going to do a lot of blocking. Kyle Huszczyk has taken on all that when Kittle was injured. And when Kittle came back, you saw him running a lot of routes, but remember that defense is straight on, but do I trust Godert? I don't either. If those are the only two tight ends you have, I say you keep listening right now, and we'll tell you the tight ends that are hot right in a little bit. But I'm looking at Goddard's production right now. Uh, the past few weeks, he's been playing against teams that are not in the top five of defenses against tight ends, and Denver is number three against tight ends in that field. So uh, it's going to be hard to trust him, but he hasn't put up any big, big numbers. He gets his targets, but... He hasn't had a touchdown since week four. So, hard. honestly, though, if it was coming down to those two, I choose Kittle. You choose Kittle? Oh, I choose Goddard. Whoa, that's weird. You chose Goddard? Yeah. I choose Kittle because if, let's say, the Niners do decide uh, to do so, because right now Debo is freaking hot. Uh, Kittle just came back. He will receive those targets. I just don't think he will be an absolute playmaker. There is still a chance 
where he excels and just does amazing. But I, I, me, honestly, if I was in your predicament, I would go Kittle just for the chance of getting targets. But right now, Vince, he is our tight end guy. Point at him over here. He is our tight end guy. He has all the insights. But those are two uh, uh, two good um, tight ends to have there. That's a good problem to have. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 always the hard part when you have two or three good players at a position. It's always hard to see who who's going to outshine who that week. So it's up to you, man. Honestly, we we can tell you all the facts here, uh, but it's ultimately your decision on who you want to go with. Yeah, yeah. Wow, guys, I love the questions. That is awesome. We literally spent the first uh, half of the episode on questions this is awesome this is why i personally like to go live of course we cannot always go live for fantasy talk because we got crazy schedules but we do this because we love to do this and we love helping y'all out like i said we we, i mean we just like to talk football honestly (laughs) jd says thank you guys big help hey man thank you you're a big help here watching our podcast being a supporter we appreciate you and if you haven't yet go enter in that giveaway because i want to spread this out man this is huge. I mean, you, you could get this type of giveaway on a big channel right now. We're not that big, but in hopes to do so one day, we, we're, we're giving out to y'all, you know, showing our appreciation. Also in our community, I'm wearing the, the Crucial Catch hat. If you find me on Facebook at AJ Alvarado uh, out of NSP, we are doing a fundraiser to help uh, spread awareness of cancer. So you guys don't know that we're all over the place. Okay. We're super busy. This today's my day off. Okay. This is super rare. I never have days off, but I am still working all over the place. I already got the gym time done. I, I, I did this. I walked my dog, did what I needed to do. Now I get to do what I love. Awesome. But I get to do it here with you, Vince. Appreciate you being here. Yes, sir. No problem. Love doing this. So cool. Cool. So first things first, you know, like I said, uh, big question was Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's been underperforming. And if you do not trust him, because I have him in my league, which he was the reason why I lost. I mean, you have great, great players that underperform. And if you need a quarterback last minute and there's no one out there last week, I said your last resort should be Mike White, which if you would have stayed healthy, he would have had a thousand points. I could almost guarantee it. But <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Injuries suck. OK, so he got hurt. Uh, Jimmy G still played uh, decently well against a tough Cardinals defense. Uh, he got what, what was it, close to 20 points, right? Yeah. Uh, close to 20 points. But then I was looking at different quarterbacks, and I was like, are these guys seriously, like, not owned in over 50% of leagues? And I'm talking Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, and this was going to be cringy a little bit, but I'm also talking about Teddy Bridgewater, okay? These guys are averaging over 15 points, well over 15 points, but these guys are consistent more than anything. They air the ball out a lot. And their roster percentage is under 50%, except for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is, an, is at 53. But if you guys are in desperate need of a quarterback, I say aim out for those guys. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz preferably before Teddy Bridgewater. But they're consistent dudes. And Matt Ryan, the ice is back in his blood. Matty Ice is back. He was on fire. He was airing out the ball. They throw 85% of the time the Atlanta Falcons do. So I think that would be a good pickup. Do you have any say-so on the, on the QB position, Vince? Uh, I got two guys other than that, what you talked about. Uh, one guy, he's not so flashy. So if you don't have those guys that AJ just talked about, since they are owned in about like around 50% of the leagues, uh, we got Ben Roethlisberger played last night. He's not stellar, but he's like consistent in between 
like 12 to 16 points. And I know that's not like what you want, but if you're really having problems right now and, or you have someone that's injured or you're in a 14-man league like this guy over here uh, and there's not many picks, I'd say Ben Roethlisberger. And then a guy that is not owned at all pretty much because he's been injured since week one. And we, me and AJ were both sad when we heard about his injury. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is supposed to come off of injured reserve. So there is a chance that he can play. Uh, I, I think Heineke is doing great over there in Washington. But I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick comes back, that was the guy that they were going to run with from week one and, and on. So he's supposed to average uh, or he has projected points of 18.56. So I think if he comes back, he's going to take that offense and run with it. So those are my two for the ones that are under 20% owned in leagues. All right. And I do apologize. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. You guys just see me look down a lot. Obviously, I'm on my phone, but obviously I am on fantasy football. This is the only reason why I will be looking down. I'm working out a blockbuster trade right now. We're going the back half of the season. It currently in my 14-man league, guys, a 14-man league, this is huge. Okay, I am 8-1. and one. I've only lost one game. Uh, I'm not going to say why, but it was, you know, you know, bye weeks and injuries, whatever. But I'm still 8-1, and one, and I'm still trying to make my team better so I can guarantee that dub in postseason. So I just made a huge trade for Jamar Chase. Yes, I acquired Jamar Chase, and I gave up what some might think it's a lot, but we're going to tell you why it's not a lot. Okay, I got I gave up Mike Williams, a wide receiver for the Chargers, and Miles Gaskin. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Well, I'll talk about Mike Williams. Uh, he hasn't been producing, so I think that's a, a great trade, uh, especially if you're going to get uh, a guy right now who's on fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I think that that part of the trade is really good. You're trading away a guy that used to be a gem, but now he's uh, – fallen down the toilet and gotten flushed a few times uh, mm-hmm. but yeah i think that's a, a great trade because I, I i don't believe in gaskin as well but i'll let you talk about that awesome i appreciate you yeah mike williams he was a he was a gem uh jd says he likes that trade a lot gaskin is out of gas <laughs> who is this guy i uh, like him i like him a lot um yeah he had uh, what he said go dirt or and then uh <laughs> gaskin out of gas that, that's awesome uh joe dirt that's what he said but yeah, okay, so uh, who was it? Mike Williams. He did awesome in the beginning of seasons falling off is because teams are starting to see that wide receiver number one, that biggest threat is Mike Williams. They're locking him up. He's not, you know, producing as much. So that's something he's going to have to learn. By next year, he will learn how to, you know, face those double teams, get out of there. Believe it or not, he's going to do great next year after uh, he gets a rhythm going, after he learns. Um, but as far as Miles Gaskins, he's so inconsistent. And you know why? Because the Dolphins are just like a healthy 49ers team. They have a three-set back. They keep switching them. It is crazy how many times they switch their running backs. They switch them almost every play. And if Gaskin is not hot that day and someone else is, you better believe Gaskin is not getting more than three points. So, so yeah. But when Gaskin is hitting on those points, I mean, he is really hitting. Okay. Uh, I think, was it last week he had 16 or two weeks ago he had you know close to 20. Uh, you know, good for him. Help me out in fantasy for some odd reason. I had him on there probably because of bye weeks, but I think in the long run, I think that's you get an elite wide receiver for good, for a good running back and a good um, wide receiver. 
So yeah, that's why I like it. But uh, but yeah, I appreciate you making me laugh. That's funny. <laughs> Speaking about running backs, let's get into running backs, man. All right, you want me to go first? I do want to compliment you before we really get into it. I want to compliment you because I'm going to ruin one right here. Um, this guy has been saying it for the past week or two. He's saying, hey, get Devontae Freeman. And in my head, I was like, ah, this guy's full of it, man. Devontae Freeman, Le'Veon Bell over there at Baltimore. Ain't nothing to it. Devontae Freeman had 13 carries. 13 carries. That's the most out of any running back in Baltimore this season. He is getting the ball. They like him a lot over there. Even passing, he had three targets. Three targets, one, touch, uh, one touchdown as a pass in the red zone. And he's only rostered in 24% of leagues, guys. This guy's available. And he will help you out. Yes, sir. You are correct. Uh, some other guys that I think are pretty good, too. Uh, this guy's owned in a lot of leagues, but if he's not, you need to pick him up because he's been doing great, especially even when the starting running back came back this past week. He goes by the name of Kenyon Drake, plays for the Raiders. I know the Raiders are not too hot right now, but they are dishing that ball out, especially in those little dump passes. So the past three weeks that he's played, he's got 21 points. 16 points, and this past week uh, when their star running back came back, uh, he still has 16 points. He caught, I believe it's, he had four carries, didn't have a lot of yards, I think it was like 25, and then he had eight targets, and he caught six passes for about 80 yards. So he's still getting the ball. Uh, I think he's a great guy to pick up if he's still on your free agency. Uh, But going on, here are some guys that are not, in a lot of leagues since AJ already talked about Devontae Freeman. I won't talk about him, but I mean the past three weeks he's had 11, 12 and 16. So that's all I got to say. He's still in the offense there. So I'd pick him up. Another guy who I didn't think was going to get a lot of uh, touches in that offense because he was the fourth string running back before the injury. Um, But his name is Jordan Howard for the Eagles. These past two weeks, he's been getting touches at 12 and 17 carries and a couple passes in there, too. So he had 17.7 last week and 13.1 this past week. Uh, He does go up against a tough matchup in Denver, but I think it's going to be a lot harder to pass the ball than it is to run the ball in that defense. So I would pick him up. He's only in 2.3% of rosters. So he's a gem in the rough. Um but other than that, I mean, you touched on Devontae Freeman already. I, I just told my brother this past week to pick him up because he had uh, – what's his name from the Jaguars got hurt? Robinson. Robinson. So I told him, hey, man, uh, he's not going to play. I was like, pick up Devontae Freeman. And he got him 13 points, I think. Yeah, 16 points, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and I do apologize now that we're speaking of Robinson. That was on the thumbnail last week. James Connors on the thumbnail this week. I do want to apologize for the poor thumbnail. I did it in less than five minutes, you guys. I was in a rush. I'm like all over the place today. Um, but so I do apologize. Things will get better <laughs> once we have more time. But um, I do want to talk about this guy that was on 95% of rosters in the beginning of the league, and now he's down to 45% of rosters. And this guy I'm naming is Devin Singletary. Yeah. But, but guys, but, but AJ, Devin Singletary, he doesn't produce anymore. He's a, he's a run-down a running back. Hey, man, you know, chill out. Let's, let's, let's crunch some numbers real quick, okay? So Devin Singletary, you're right. He hasn't been producing much, but as of last week... Zach Moss 
got out with a concussion. Okay, and I want you guys to invest into this player only if Zach Moss does not pass concussion protocols because Singletary rushed six times. He had six attempts, okay, but this guy used to average one or two targets. Last week, he had eight targets. Eight targets. That is insane. Oh, my gosh. So if Zach Moss is out, Devin Singletary is going to be that Derrick Henry of the team. He's not going to be as good as Derrick Henry, but he's going to carry on the whole load. I don't think they're going to give him much help, but he's going to be getting some points. He got 12 points last week. Best believe this following week, he's going to have a lot more going up against a poor, poor Jets defense against the run. So, yeah, if Zach Moss is going to be out, check check your roster or check your, your waivers for Singletary. He might be on there. You got a 50% chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, that, that's that's pretty good on running backs, huh? Yeah, we gave a lot of a lot of tips there. Yeah, running backs, is, that's a tough position to fill whenever you're hurting. Uh, so hopefully you guys could take that. Also, Le'Veon Bell, yeah, he's decent too. I, I would pick him up. It, it kind of reminds me of a Chase Edmonds and James Conner duo, you know. So uh, Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. They're both pretty well, even though uh, I, I see Murray coming back soon, just not this week. So Bell is also a decent pickup. I wouldn't trust him to make or break your team, but if you guys need just need a couple extra points, uh, I'll, I'll put him in there. Um, but let's get into uh, an easier position. Let's get into wide receivers. Oh, yeah. I got, I got a lot of people. There's one guy on here. He's still not picked up in a lot of leagues, and I don't know why. You've been talking about him for the past three weeks. Telling oh. me that he's gonna come out and he Please has. Please don't say it. Please don't say yeah. it. I'll I'll leave him for you then. You want me to leave him for you? Sure, sure. <laughs> leave him for me. I'll move on. I'll move on to a guy that's on your your actual favorite team. Uh, I've been talking about him for the past two weeks since their bye week. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. Right now he's owned in forty one percent of leagues, but if he's not, you have a fifty nine percent chance of getting him. <laughs> and I would try to get this guy because since that bye week. He didn't do much against Indy, but against Chicago and Arizona, he had 10.5 points, and this past week, 18.7 points on eight targets, six receptions. I don't know how many yards, but he's getting those targets. He's back in the offense. He's uh, pretty consistent. I know he had a fumble this past week, but I think that Shanahan is going to pinpoint that because that's not acceptable for anybody on the (laughs) fumble. Uh, It is not. No. So I think that he's going to pinpoint that, and these guys are going to go off, even though they are playing against the Rams on Sunday night uh, or Monday night. Monday night. Yeah, Monday night. Monday night football. Uh, It's going to be a good game. There's going to be sharing the ball there. It's going to be running, run past 50-50, I think, because it's going to be a higher scoring game than you think. (laughs) Yes, it really is. Uh, I mean, last week it was just – it was horrible to be a Niners fan. Uh, First drive – we throw it to Kittle. Kittle does an amazing catch. He hurdles over someone, but as he's hurling, the ball gets punched out. Uh, uh, Cardinals uh, recover, so they score on that turnover. On the card, on our next uh, go up, we throw the pass. Amazing, and I'm do mean amazing catch by Brandon Ayuk. He goes airborne. He catches it. He comes down. No one touches him. He gets up, tries to run, and they knock the ball out of his hands. So that didn't mean anything, but that would have put up some big points for him. But yes, I do agree. Brandon Ayuk uh, is up on the up and up after he had a one-on-one conversation with Kyle Shanahan. 
of course, he's going to have another conversation about those uh, that fumble. But, yeah, he is going to be on the up and up. Expect him to share some targets with some Debo Samuel out there. But, yeah, good pick. pick. Yeah, I just got two, no, three more. But Ooh. one of them, let me start with this bad news here. I know okay. if some of y'all saw that uh, Raven or the Atlanta Falcons game, uh, Zacchaeus caught two touchdowns. But do not pick this guy up. He is on 0.1% of rosters for a reason. Because last season, every time he had a big game like this, he came back and had three weeks where he had less than two points. So he is not a consistent player. Do not fall for uh, this fake gem. Uh, he's not going to reproduce this probably all season again. So do not bet on him to score any good points. He may may have a couple catches, but he's not going to be that red zone presence. So that's a guy not to get. And usually we don't tell you these things because – uh, usually we give those guys a chance, but I've been looking at this guy since last year. Uh, he's he's not that guy. But <laughs> not that the guy. person yeah, that yeah, is yeah. is that guy right now, uh, I know we talked about OBJ leaving yesterday, and there's this one guy who's in 2.2% of rosters on the Browns. His name is Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Ooh. he's been doing spectacular. Every game that he has played, he scored against L.A. Chargers, who is the number two, number two uh, defense against wide receivers. He scored 12 points on them, six targets, five receptions. Next week, he played Arizona, who also has a good defense when it was back in week six. They were on top of the world. He had 29.1 points on five reception or four receptions, five targets. And then this past week against Cincy, Zad zucchini every time. <laughs> I like this guy, man. I like get this guy a contract. I know a contract. But back <laughs> back to Donovan Peoples Jones, man. This past week against Cincy, he had 19.6 points, only on two catches, but both of those were in the end zone. So this guy on every single or on two out of those three games, he's had at least one touchdown. This past week, he had two. Uh, look for this guy to make uh, some noise against the Patriots this next week. Uh, my last guy, I've been talking about him for a couple weeks, too. He's not projected to get a lot of points, but his name is Alan Lazard. He's on the Packers. He is only in 5.6% of leagues, but he's been consistent these past four weeks. Uh, he had 11.7, 17. He had a game he didn't play because of the COVID rule and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and then this last week against Kansas City, he had nine points. So going against Seattle this next week, I see him getting some more catches, some more points, probably scoring a touchdown. Uh, I hate to say it, but he is a good wide receiver, and he's pretty good in the red zone. So that's all I got for wide receiver. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. I lied. I lied. You lied. Yeah. Elijah Moore, 11.9% of leagues. He plays for the Jets. Uh, past three weeks, 10 points, 13 points. And then this past week against Indy, 27.4 points. He's averaging seven targets, uh, and he has different catches for each game, but he's putting up points, and he's scoring touchdowns too. So look for that guy as well. Sweet, sweet. Nice. I put breaking news down here at the bottom because there is breaking news. Probably not the news that you guys want. It's not about OBJ, but it is about the Browns. I guess by releasing Odell, you know, the Browns do uh, save a little bit of money. So they just extended – Offensive guard Wyatt Teller to a four-year contract extension. I think it was worth, what, uh, 43 mil. 
Um, awesome. You love to see people get paid. The Browns need that that protection up front. So good signing or good extension, I should say. So good job, Browns. Now back to my wide receivers. I only have two. Okay, because you guys are not picking up these these two gentlemen over here. Okay, I mention them every single week for the past four weeks, guys. For the past four weeks, I've been mentioning these guys. And I'm not going to give you guys any other, you know, a- any other uh, uh, ad- advantage to your fantasy leagues until you listen to these two guys because they are good. One, Rashad Bateman from the Baltimore Ravens. Guys, he is wide receiver one for the Baltimore Ravens. Brown, yeah, he he's out there. He's getting double teamed, whatever. He's going to go into Bateman, okay? He's being consistent. Put him on your fantasy league. Even if he's just on your bench, put him on your fantasy league. You're not going to regret it. I promise you. Number two. Number two. Blue chip player of the week for the third time, guys. This is my blue chip player, so I'm, I'm all in on this player, okay? It's my blue chip right here. Russell Gage for the... Atlanta Falcons, you guys. Calvin Ridley is out for the season. He's gone. Okay. Yeah, I keep saying okay. That's pretty annoying. I'm annoying myself. But the Atlanta Falcons, they pass the ball 85% of the time during the offense. Russell Gage, he gets those targets. He is wide receiver one. I know I just said that for Bateman, but wide receiver one, hands down, no one in competition, maybe Kyle Pitts, but he's a tight end, is Russell Gage. He's only owned in 16% of leagues. Why? There's no reason for it. It's a good flex. Put him on. I picked him up. He hasn't failed me. Last week, well, I, I guess I can't say that because last week he didn't receive any receptions for whatever odd reason, but I said here on this podcast, I said, don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> Take a chill pill. He's coming back. And what did he do? He came back. That guy tore it up. And he's going to be tearing up for the rest of the season. Against Dallas, maybe. Okay. I want, might not want to start on this week. But going forward, he's going to be that guy. All right. Let's get into your favorite position. Ooh. Yeah. The tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I mean, this this week I only have three. I've been talking about two of them for the longest time. I think I talked about this other one last week as well because he's been consistent, and he just had a stellar game last night. So I'll talk about him first. This guy, if you are going to pick anybody up on your waiver wire, he should be at the top. He should be your number one waiver wire pick. His name is Pat Fearmuth. I know, AJ, you talked about him last week, too. We are talking about his name and saying it right. Uh, But this guy is so consistent the past three weeks, even before the bye week in week seven. Uh, Week six, he played the Seahawks. He had seven targets, caught all seven targets, had 12.8 points, no touchdowns that game. Uh, Week eight against Cleveland after the bye week, 14.4 points on seven targets. Again, four catches. Uh, He had one touchdown that week. Last night against a very, very good Bears defense against tight ends, this guy went off 21.3 points on six targets, five catches, two touchdowns. He is a touchdown machine, especially these past 
three weeks. Uh, he plays Detroit this upcoming week. So you better pick him up. You better start him because he's only in 13.9 rosters. He's already on my fantasies as my number one waiver pickup. So I'm going with this guy. He's going to be on my team. He needs to be on yours too because he's been doing better than a lot of tight ends out there. Uh, another guy, Dan Arnold, I talked about him the past two, three weeks. Right now he's only in 6.3% of rosters, but he's been so consistent. He's had 10 points, and then he had an anomaly game at four. Then against the Seahawks, 14.8. Against the Buffalo Bills this past week, 10 points. He's getting his targets. It's 8, 5, 10, and 7 in the past uh, four games. And he's going up against Indy who everybody who has a tight end on their team, which is all 32 teams, would be able to score a lot of points on them. Let's look at this. Okay. Go ahead. You read it. He said, I traded Jay Waddle, M. Carter, and E. Sanders, all bench players, for Devontae Adams. Thoughts on that trade? Okay. You said all bench players. So you traded your bench players for Devontae Adams that's getting uh, an Aaron Rodgers back. Hopefully. Hopefully, if he passes uh, all this COVID protocol stuff, we'll see what happens. And now he's making a huge movement. So that could also be a downfall for him. Jalen Waddle, inconsistent. Don't like it. M. Carter, he's doing good because of injuries. So once, you know, team gets healthy again, production downfalls. Emmanuel Sanders has been very consistent. But the one time I put him in my league, he completely failed. Okay, the Bills are looking inconsistent. For Devontae Adams? I said that's good. I think that's damn good. That's damn good right there. Sorry for my, uh, you know me. I don't like to to cuss too much. That is damn good. Now you have open availability on your bench to hit the waiver wires. So if you haven't uh, been here at the beginning of the podcast, look back, check out our waiver wires, you know, pick up a Russell Gage, a Rashad Bateman, Devin Singletary, Devontae Freeman, Dude, you're good, man. You're good, brother. Awesome. Hey, yeah, thank you for being here. We appreciate you being here, Hollywood. JD, we see you. We're not ignoring you. He says, I need to drop one player to activate Skittles from IR. I love this guy so much. Uh, Taysom, Trey Lance, Madison, Chuba. You still have Madison, Madison and Chuba? Madison. Drop Madison. Keep Chuba because Chuba's looking like him and uh, McCaffrey are going to be splitting uh, carries for the next game or two, and then McCaffrey's going to take over. Uh, Trey Lance. I mean, we already told you about that. Taysom. Taysom. Do you have three quarterbacks in your in your roster right now? Because if you do, you got to drop one. Pick up another guy Hollywood. we're talking about. That'll be the safest one. Uh, sick trade, Hollywood. Sick indeed, Hollywood. Awesome. Thank you. I like JD. Uh, we're gonna you, you earn your spot at the designated of faithful fans. Uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, trading like a Hollywood star. Uh, we got another one that says CMC and Cup for Adams and Cook. Who's winning the trade? Full PPR. So, oh man, that's tough. That Cup is, is tough. Cup is the better receiver, and uh-huh. right now Cook is the better running back. Awesome. So I think it kind of evens out, but I think that Adams and Cook takes that. Cook had an amazing week last week or just a couple of days ago. He tore it up. And Devontae Adams, he is more, I mean, I'm not going to say consistent. He does have a couple of bad games, but when he's scoring points, he's scoring some big boy points. And Cup, he's just too consistent. CMC, 
he's not that consistent guy that we used to know. Okay, he's coming off of injury. He's hurting a little bit. Um, do you know that they're limiting him a lot? So I think that Adams and Cook is the the better side of this trade um, for a full PPR because you know Adams is getting all those receptions when Aaron Rodgers is in. Okay, uh, it says yeah, I kept Chuba and Madison for handcuffed. Okay, yeah, I see you. Yeah, I see you. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'll drop Taysom and just wait for Lance to start for the playoffs. Uh, Mr. Peacock himself. But yeah, Chilsep, I hope we answered uh, um, you correctly and what you wanted to hear. Not saying CMC and Cup is a bad duo, and they're pretty damn good in a, in a PPR, but CMC, he's not that running back this year. The Panthers aren't doing so great, so I feel like they're going to limit him for the, the entirety of the rest of the season. Because th- there's no need to put him in a bigger risk, especially if he's been getting injured these past two years. Uh, Cup is just an amazing receiver. I mean, Rams, th- they're just they're on fire right now. Devontae Adams, he's going to be getting a lot of touches. I mean, a lot of targets. That's awesome. Cook never disappoints. I love Dalvin Cook. If you have him in your fantasy, you're a winner. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if you see me drinking all this water. <laughs> I'm talking way too much, man. I'm talking way too much. <laughs> you're good, man. You're good. Uh, I just got one more tight end. Uh, I've been talking about him too, Tyler Conklin. I mean, he's been consistent too past three weeks, 10-10, 9.5, and he's going up the, against the L.A. Chargers, who are 27th against tight ends. So, I mean, we just talked about Cook. Uh, that offense is going to be going up against a weak Chargers defense right now. They haven't been that great. Uh, they're very inconsistent on offense as well. So look for that one to be a slugfest. Uh, I believe those guys are going to get a lot of points. Nice, nice. That's it. That's it. That's what I got. <laughs> cool. And uh, Trilly, Seb, and Hollywood, if you guys are still here, remember, we just hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. We're doing a huge giveaway. All you got to do is either email email us at nspfootballtalk.com or go on Twitter or Facebook. We tweet it out. All you have to do is share, uh, our, share or retweet our tweet or post, tag a friend, and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube and that automatically enters you in our giveaway. It's a big giveaway. It's a random autographed mini helmet. It does have the letter of authenticity on it. So, I mean, you're getting the hookups from us. Jeez. Let's finish it off with some defense. Go for it. Uh, because I pretty you've covered up the Titans, you know, for the most part. Defense, you guys. Uh, like and share. Thank you, Nestor. Appreciate you. Part of our Facebook faithfuls, NSPF. T or not so pro football talk just look up not so pro football talk and you'll find it um if you look up nspft you might have some trouble but it's not so pro football talk uh, i gotta reactivate my twitter now i want that mini helmet hey man we only got a hundred uh a little bit over 100 subscribers so if you enter this giveaway you have a good chance of winning this okay i'm only predicting like 20 max people entering this giveaway 100 people have the opportunity to. So you have a 1 in 20 chance, in my expectations. You have a pretty darn good chance of winning it. Okay. And I wasn't going to say this, but yeah, not so pro football talk. You said it right there. Um, but I wasn't going to say this, but I'm going to throw in you know, a couple extra stuff in there just for a little thank you. <laughs> but going to defense for fantasy, you guys, if you're like me, I say this every video. If you're like me, you switch up your defense every single week because it's all about the matchups. Uh, defense doesn't win you games. Defense wins you fantasy games. Um, 
Oh, geez. <laughs> it's a good episode. I like this episode. <laughs> okay, so first off, I got the Bills against the Jets. Vince, you're going to hate me because now I'm putting the Jets out there again. The uh, the Bills defense can hold up the Jets if Mike White is not playing. Josh Johnson, he did an amazing job, but the Bills defense is going to come back firing all centers against that loss against the Jaguars. They're going to do good. Uh, Titans has a big defensive advantage. Yes, I do agree there. They are on my list. Titans against the Saints. Uh, Titans just stopped the Rams. If the Titans can stop the Rams, they can stop a Taysom or they can stop a Trevor. Trust me on that. Alvin Kamara is going to be having the whole workload on his back, but it's not going to be enough uh, for the Saints to really put up that many points against the Titans. So I do pick up pick up the Titans defense if you have a chance. Um, the next up, I got the Cardinals against Panthers. Cardinals defense is just stacked against the Panthers. Sam Darnold, biggest disappointing quarterback of all i i'm very disappointed because i want sam darn to be very successful for the panthers he hasn't been um get get the cardinals defense i doubt it's available here but here's one defense that can be available for you guys i'm talking about the indianapolis colts against the jacksonville jaguars yes i'm saying jacksonville jaguars even against the bills they didn't put up that many points they didn't no what i'm what i'm uh intrigued about is if they're available the Indianapolis Colts? Yeah, they're the number four ranked defense in the league. I know, I know, but people, you know, they always switch off their defense. But just like me, in two out of my two, I think I believe it was two, or at least one out of three of my leagues, they were available. I put them on waiver wires. Okay, so that's all I'm saying. I got the Bills, Colts, Cardinals, Titans defense. That should help you out win a game. As long as the defense gets more than seven points, that's good enough. Whew. Yeah. I know that they're not available in the leagues that I'm in because they're on my team. <laughs> They've been on my team since uh, the draft, and they have never gotten below, I think, five points. Actually, they've done it twice at four and three. But every other time they're above, they've never had negative points. So, miraculously, if they are because they're owned in 89% of leagues, pick them up because they will be your defense for the rest of the season. They have great matchups coming up. Uh, Buffalo is not doing too hot. Tampa Bay, they've they've kind of fell off, but after that in the last week before they have a bye week in the last week of the fantasy, they play against the Houston Texans. So they should be getting you big points this next week and week 13. So, sweet. Yeah, in one of my leagues I put in a waiver request for the Colts and the other one of my leagues I put a waiver request for the Titans. So, yes sir. Good pickups. <laughs> Well, you guys, this was a, a long episode. We weren't expecting it to be this long, uh, just like yesterday. Yesterday was a long episode as well. But thank you so much for joining us live here on Not So Pros Lime Time Fantasy Talk. A lot of changes coming up, you guys, but we appreciate you, the small community that we have built. We're trying to give back. So, like I said, enter on that giveaway. You can find it on Twitter, Facebook, or email me at NSP Football Talk at gmail.com it's been a long day already guys uh thank you all so much if you want to give back to the community go to my facebook page at aj alvarado we are starting a fundraiser to spread cancer awareness that's why i'm wearing the crucial cap hat and that's just because it's stylish but because we want to give back so thank you all so much and until next time you guys we'll see you guys on the waiver wire laters later <laughs>